So we're going live on Spotify and wherever you do podcasts. We're gonna we got our uh, Chaos Cast going now. So welcome to the Chaos Cast podcast version. So we're glad to have you. And I'm gonna do a couple of more uh, ads here since we've started up the podcast, my friends. So hey, in a world with so much gun negativity, if you want to spread gun positivity, follow the link in our bio. Get you a happy gun shirt. See, we've helped you spread gun positivity in a special way. We've took this dementedly happy gun and put him on a shirt so that wherever you go, people will know, hey, guns are not bad. Sometimes they're happy. And sometimes the people that carry them are happy too. We got these right now on our storefront, on our Wolf Distributors, the links. Yeah, I mean, you can go to our website. We've got everything there. Just tap the links, my friend. Uh, you'll see me grinning with this big shirt on. And uh, yeah, Twenty three ninety eight, I think, is the um, is the price, and that includes your shipping. You don't got to pay no extra. So go to s twenty nine chaos dot com, and while you're there, go to the mer- go to the gear store, not the merch store, but the gear store, and get one of those augers. Man, those augers are selling like hotcakes right now. Everybody wants one of these things. If you ain't got one of our Scotch augers, hey, you ain't done crafting yet. This thing's going to upgrade your shelter building, your crafting game. You're gonna you're just gonna be able to do so much more. Then just a knife and a saw. And I'm not saying it's going to surpass your knife and saw in use. I'm just saying you add these together, you're going to be able to do all kinds of survivals, traps, shelters, different things that are going to make your camping experience more enjoyable for you and your children or your survival experience more enjoyable because you never know what's about to happen. Because right now we got volcanoes. One of the world's biggest volcanoes are going off. We've got uprisings in Tiananmen Square. We've got just so much going on, so much going on. Um, it, it's just, I've got three pages full of things that are going on. Uh, the air marshals have been sent down to the border. Biden sent the air marshals to the border. And you got the guy that leads them and saying, hey, this is kind of hindering air security Mr. Biden, and I'm pretty sure he's more than likely a liberal. <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, he's supposed to be on Biden's side. They're all turning on on him, poor old fella. He, he just, you know, got some problems, can't remember things, forgets how to talk, and, you know, he's just uh, he, he's just doing the best he can. But, uh, yeah, go. I Thank you, sing, uh, singing nurse. Thank you for that heart right there. Hey, everything y'all throw at us, hey, we, we put right back into the show. So, thank y'all for your gifts. Now, um, we got a request right now to go live. Jasanti. Um, all right, Jasanti, I usually don't do this, but we're going to bring you up real briefly. And uh, you can just kind of voice a couple of your concerns. What's going on, Jasanti? Well, I'm just thinking that who is really running the country as president? Because it obviously isn't Joe Biden. So who actually is in charge of the final decisions from the presidential platform? I mean, he's just a puppet with string. But we don't know who the people are. And this is the first time in history in the United States that we've had a uh, puppet government. I, I, I can agree with you to a degree. I don't feel like he is running things. I feel like you do have um, a group behind him. Um that, that is my thoughts. Now, again, I'm not political, folks. I, I don't care either way. I feel like they're all corrupt. But I, in all honesty, bud, this is, 
<laughs> this is America now. And this is why I tell people to be prepared to, um, to, to because it's all, go, it's all a puppet. It's all a puppet show, folks. Every country's turned into a puppet show. And I've seen, uh, I think Caveman mentioned the CIA. I mean, they're notorious for things like this. Is it happening in our country? I don't know. I mean, well, it's entertaining. I'll tell you that. I mean, every day it's something new. I mean, right now, with this stuff we got in China, uh, I'm going to. Travis, so what? <laughs> well, um, it, it isn't the first time it's been done a lot longer, but what Trump was very successful at doing was revealing, pulling the curtain down and revealing all these uh, things that are going on with our three letter agencies. Well, that's true. CNN yeah. Business. It needs to be run as a business. Well, I, I can understand that too. Um, you know, what I'm looking at is we went too far. The individual person no longer has their rights. No matter what side you're on, a Republican took more, most, more of our rights, it seems, than anybody back when Bush enacted the Patriot Act. Now, we see the, the liberals, the Democrats, continuously trying to take more and more of our rights. I, I don't trust either side now. I don't trust them because I watch what 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 happens when these guys go in to Washington. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of my friends. Now, don't get me wrong; they're they're rooting for a certain you know side. And I think the biggest thing that anybody can realize right now it's it's not two sides; it's them against us. That's the two sides. It's it's not two political sides. You're not voting for the lesser of two evils. They're, they're both evil. They're working in conjecture together. They're sitting at a table laughing at us while we're sitting at home worried about the politics. I think we got to realize more and more of our rights are being took every day by Republicans and Democrats because the corporations are paying them off. That, that's what I see. Uh, the shadow government that took out Kennedy, uh, that's probably about the time this started. And, and you, you've got to realize it started, before Kennedy, it started before the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, it's, but Kennedy was against all that. Yeah, so, it started then, but they took Kennedy out because he was trying to stop him. And and the thing you got to realize, the some of the boots on the ground, <laughs> that was your neocons. Your neocons were the precursor to your modern-day uh, globalist liberal. Neocons were big government. Henry Kissinger, yeah, that's true. they wanted this big government. Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can go all the way back to the carpetbaggers. Yeah. I mean, we can go all the way back if you want, all the way back. I can, I can take you all the way back. I mean, this, this <coughs> corruption goes all the way back. They're right. Big. You're, not, you're telling. It's all about. It's all about. It's all about limiting what you can do. Now, I hate to steer this off course, but I, I promised one thing, and we got on conspiracy. Um, what, what I can do though is toward towards the end, I can bring everybody up that wants to talk about this situation. Uh, I do need to get on the Tiananmen Square event. I got a lot of things we need to discuss about that. Are y'all guys game for that? to come up towards the end and have some more uh, <clears throat> conversations about this. 
Yeah, that's fine. You need to get your wife to send me that stuff on the coffee and all the. I, okay, I forgot about that. I, I will. I'll, I'll do my best to get her to uh, to contact you. I can get you a link where you can go and con uh, contact her on Facebook because a lot of times our schedules just uh, are. <laughs> it's all crazy. Okay, I, I, I'll, the only I'll, thing I want to add here is that I think Jill Biden is playing a bigger role than everyone gives her credit for. I think that ultimately everything gets filtered through her to, uh, that's elder. to Biden. Well, I, I'll say that's, that's yeah, it is elder abuse. I have seen, I mean, we've seen this proven with Hillary Clinton. A lot of people say she pulled the trigger on Waco. She calls that. Uh, but, guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, uh, I thank you for uh, this input because this is a good conversation. Uh, I am going to go ahead and drop drop everybody down, and we're going to get back into the China stuff, and we're going to share this out. Um, and uh, we're we'll going. Huh? China is going to shut it down in a in a minute, in a New York City minute when they yeah, want. Yeah, I'm going to DM you my Christian name on Facebook so your wife can send me a message on there. All right, damn folks. All right, I'm I'm going to go into this. Uh, I'm going to. How do you drop it down here? I'm on a, uh, I'll see if I can yeah, all right. I'll sign out. All right. And then just hang out and we'll, we'll talk a little bit towards the end. If we have the time before I get off here, I, yeah, I, I usually got me a schedule on here. So <laughs> I get, when I get off of it, I'm, I'm on that spectrum where it just messes my mind up. <laughs> so y'all forgive me, but, um, I <clears throat> got a certain amount of things we're going to talk about, but again, share this out. Let's get some folks in here. Obviously it, it just killed us. Uh, it, I don't know. We got talking politics, and that's what it does. But uh, usually, we save that till till the end of the show where it goes wild. Thank you for them, our uh, Jerry Bridger. Oh, my buddy, we got Jerry over here on Facebook. He's always coming in randomly. I don't know where he's going to pop up next. But the main thing that I think we need to look at today. This is the major news that everybody's talking about. I started seeing a lot of this uh, yesterday possibly the day before we'd already seen what was beginning to happen at the Apple plant. Um, it, it was, you have people at the, um, the Apple plant over in China, they were fighting the police and I've actually got a report of this, um, exactly what was happening over there during that. I think it was, uh, it was exactly, it was some, some of my stuff <laughs> doesn't, uh, trade over when I copy it. But um, let's see here. Where we okay, here it is. Um, dang it. Keep getting these requests. It says China's witnessing massive protests against the government's draconian zero COVID policy. Hundreds of protesters demonstrated in cities across the country against Chinese President Xi Jinping's strategy, with some of them even calling for his removal. According to the several reports and videos shared online, Students, <clears throat> students chanted democracy and the rule of law, freedom of expression during demonstrations at Beijing's prestigious Tsinghua University. And it said, and one of the things are uh, China's anti-COVID protests now turning into the democracy movement. That's the big thing. And uh, the workers, you, we see where the workers were attacking riot police with metal bars and barricades at China's largest iPhone factory. So that's kind of where it seemed like it started. It started against the COVID lockdown, uh, the zero tolerance lockdown policies. 
And they it started there, but it began to spread. Now it's turning into a pro-democracy movement that we're seeing across China. Um, now, you're talking about a country that literally kills its people for protesting. Now, you say that's wild. That's crazy. That You're making that up. No, this is literal history. Uh, 1989 to 2022, uh, this this is kind of what I've titled this, but we, we see in 1989, you had the Tiananmen, Tiananmen Square protest. It's known in Chinese as the June 4th incident where student-led demonstrations held in Tiananmen Square, Beijing, during 1989. In what is known as the Tiananmen Square Massacre, or in the China in Chinese, the June Fourth Clear. Uh, this thing repeats. It's Wikipedia is what it is. <clears throat> Let's see here. Troops armed with assault rifles and uh, rifles can't assault people. Uh, they're battle rifles, basically. That's about what they are. But troops armed with battle rifles. We're going to correct that. And accompanied by tanks fired at the demonstrators and those trying to block the military's advance in Tiananmen Square. The protests started on 15th of April and were forcibly suppressed on June 4th when the government declared martial law and sent the People's Liberation Army to occupy parts of central Beijing. Estimates of the death toll vary from several hundred to several thousand, with thousands more wounded. The popular national movement inspired by the Beijing protest is sometimes called the 89 democracy movement. So this is not the first time this has happened in China. Um, the people have been, you know, scared into submission. This is what totalitarian governments do when they want you to back down. Now, especially in a communist country. Now, China's kind of turned into a hybrid. They have the democratic zones. And I see uh, more and more people are finding the middle class in China. Uh, this was something a boss and I uh, were talking about a while back um, at one of the, uh, we were having like a meeting and they were talking about how more and more people, you know, you're not allowed to travel except on New Year's Eve or uh, yeah, or Chinese New Year. That's what it is over there. And so you have people they've taken and put into cities, they've given them apartments, they've given them a bicycle to ride around. You know, they got this nice lifestyle after leaving these farming communities. And then their family comes to visit them in the city and they're starting to see just, you know, the difference between the two parts of China. And so then you also have housing bubbles. I mean, it's just exploding. And now we're seeing these protests, these uh, uh, mortgage protests in China. So it's kind of been this mixing pot, this melting pot of, uh, of, of chaos that's just waited to come out to this point. You know, the zero tolerance COVID policy, I mean, they were literally barring people into their homes. Um, now, if you follow us on Twitter, uh, there's some video that I've posted up about these, these new internment counts they've built that can hold up to 90,000 occupants. So they're going to be putting people in these. Now, they've used these prior. They've used these many times before for public dissidents. So you may see a number of the people that they begin to uh, arrest in these protests, the ones they don't shoot, if they if they begin to shoot, they'll end up in these camps. But the, this push, this, you know, I, I talked to a lady that was from, I believe it was from, uh, was she from Shanghai. I'm not quite sure, but I did ask her. I, I said, what's happening over there? She said, well, our, our production's low. 
our production is low over here in my facility. It's like 25% down. Why? Because they're just completely locked down. They can't go out and buy food. They can't do anything. They have to have it delivered. And some people don't have money because they're not working. And so you, you see people that are literally going out into the streets to fight with police that are told to quell them down. They're starving. They're, 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 they're tired of being locked up. They're stir crazy. They're starving. Some of those people are probably on their last leg and they're, they're just sitting there sick and tired of being sick and tired. Now I want you to look at what happened with the George Floyd rights. That's, that's kind of the American version. You know, people were sick and tired of being sick and tired and some of them were fed uh, information that caused them to say, Hey, I'm, I'm just going out here and I'm going to do what, you know, what I feel like it takes. Well, then you throw into something like that, people that are hungry, you're looking for a mess. You're looking for an extreme mess that you're that 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 now that's what China's seen. We could see it. Um, I mean, but these totalitarian governments, they're known for squashing this. The whole Holodomor situation we we read about in history about Ukraine. Stalin. They they say it was an engineered famine by Stalin to crush a nationalist movement in Ukraine. That, that, what we're seeing in Ukraine now has been going on for decades. This happened in the 1930s and like 4 million people died of starvation. And I think there was uh, another 6 million that were hindered, that they were damaged by birth defects. So these are the things we need to look at when we go hollering for uh, communism and, and more government control, because when the government has control, like right now, FEMA, because of the Patriot Act, now these are your rights that have been taken. All that has to be, you know, has to be done is declared an emergency. FEMA can walk into your house and take anything they want. They can commandeer anything they want. Now, here's the, here's the common thing that I've been counseling people and that I do. If, if, if I feel like any of my, you know, preps, my, stockpile are threatened by somebody coming to try and take them, whether it be FEMA, the government, uh, or anybody, I'm just going to burn it. Now, I'll help anybody that comes to me in the right way, but I will burn it. You won't get it. I mean, these werewolf preppers, you're not going to come take what I got. I mean, you're not going to get it. It's just going to be wasted. So there's that. But the government can come and take whatever they want from you. They can come in uh, with eminent domain and take your property. I mean, they can. Uh, you have instances where police can confiscate your cash on the roadside and it costs more to get that back or the property they've confiscated than it does than the money you lost. So you're, you're kind of a, you're kind of in one of those situations where it's, um, you know, Oh, what I, what do you do? You lose either way. So we see so much of this beginning to well up in our country. I mean, basically, we tell you what to do and you're going to do it. We've seen a lot of it during the COVID lockdowns in a lot of major cities. I mean, I talked to people in, in these major cities. They were they blew their mind. We were going out and uh, going to the store and we were doing things. Um, and the brainwashing was real because some people had just bought into it. I was out in the middle of nowhere by myself and some guy says, well, you're spreading COVID. And I'm like, how? Where's anybody at? I'm I'm out by a creek in the middle of nowhere, but that's the brainwashing in our modern day. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is what happens when totalitarian governments have complete utter control. They, they, they can do what they need to do to shut you down. Now, we did have President Biden calling for autocracies. He said, uh, we're beginning to see autocracies have better ability to combat COVID. This is where the world's moving because China and Russia could act quicker than America could. That's why we're, and he was basically vying for more control of the government. We want, we want autocracy. 
<laughs> so what it is is these politicians are tired of having to spend all their money getting them and their kids in positions for decades upon decades, and they just want those 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 seats forever. They, you know, they're like, we're just going to stay in office as long as we want. You know, they they made all these great friendships in China, and they're just sitting there. You know, the Chinese are like, hey, we don't even got to worry about that much. We just do what we want over here to them. They just do what we tell them. Now, but there are consequences and repercussions. You have an unsettled, angry people. So this is what we're seeing in China, and people are um, people are fighting back. People are, are rising up with the threat of death. How fed up do you got to be that somebody killing you does not bother you as much as spending one more minute being treated the way you're being treated? So that's something to think about, my friends. That's something to really, uh, uh, you know, think about when you want communism, when you want socialism, when you want your government to have more control than the people that uh, they work for, you know? You don't take a drink of that good coffee, that good coffee. Um says the violence against hazmat suit wearing law enforcement erupted after authorities attempted to lock down the factory, uh, talking about the um, the Apple factory as part of China's zero tolerance approach to the COVID-19 cases. Now, we're looking at over the weekend, uh, protest, this eruption of protests in China could mark the start of a more authoritarian era in President Xi Jinping's rule. Now, this has come from CNBC. This is what they're saying. So you can question it. You can say, well, you ain't going to do it. Well, this is the CNBC's. This is their take on it, and we're going to read it to you. But one analyst warned Monday as Beijing appeared to reach a critical crossroads in its zero COVID strategy. Tens of thousands of people took to the streets of major cities on Saturday and Sunday to demonstrate against China's stringent COVID-19 measures which have seen lockdowns, mass testings, and widespread restrictions persist almost three years since the onset of the pandemic. So they're tired. They're, they're fed up. They don't like it. They don't care about it. They don't want it anymore. <laughs> and this is what happens when people are tired, when people are sick of what's being done to them. They uprise. They begin to try and fight back. Now, they don't have firearms like we do. They don't have a Second Amendment like we do. You, you need to be very mindful of that. You know, there's a lot of news lately about the Supreme Court that is they're they're planning they're they're, the, they're planning to take a certain case before the Supreme Court, and there, there's a lot of things in their favor, and the Supreme Court is looking at stripping the ATF of their uh, NFA enforcement abilities because they're saying the NFA laws are unconstitutional. We may see the disillusion of the ATF at some point. I, I don't know. Um, I would like it because they're a bunch of crooks and hacks and they try to do whatever they want. They're, they're the strong arm of the government. And um, they're not preventing gun violence. You're never going to stop violence. You just you're taking an ability away from people to protect themselves and equalize themselves with their attackers. Um, I mean, when you look at any country that has passed stringent gun control, you say, "Well, it took away all the all the gun violence." No, it didn't. First off, because I know people in these countries that talk about the gun violence still happening, just don't report on it much, and violent crime goes up. I mean, you literally can't do anything if somebody walks in your home. I mean, you have to just give them whatever they want so they'll leave. But if they decide they want to take your life, 
I mean, you can't fight back. You have to, you go to jail. Uh, don't pass, go, go straight to jail. Um, one of the things that we see, and this was a, a report, um, this is uh, from the New York Post. Senator Chris Murphy on Sunday suggested withholding federal funds from law enforcement agencies that refused to enforce state and national gun laws in the wake of mass shootings in Colorado and Virginia. So, yeah, take the funding away from the guys you're going to use to take the guns. <laughs> take the funding away from the guys that are going to protect you. Um, because you, this, this, you don't realize just how many, like sheriffs, how many police are against, you know, taking the ta- the limiting of the Second Amendment. You've got a bunch of liberals in the in um, these major cities and these heavily blue states that want to take the rights of people. They they won't write uh, gun permit uh, carry permits. Uh, they won't sign the carry permits. But when you come around where I live. When you come into a red state and they try to say, well, there's so much more violence in red states. No, there's not. I mean, like, they literally made a false report on that. And then Chicago had like a mass shooting on the weekend and you got extensive gun control up there. I mean, it's extremely hard to get firearms compared to anywhere else. Uh, and there's waiting periods and all these things because criminals don't follow laws. Criminals don't care about your laws. That, 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 that's why they criminals. My, I had a guy tell me I'm an outlaw. I said, "What about uh, what about this law?" He said, "I'm an outlaw. Outlaws don't care about the law." I said, well, "Yeah, you got that right." Call him the outlaw now. But they're they're wanting to take the funding from the people that are going to protect them. You're using people with guns to take guns from people. It, it, it's very ironic. And then when the crimes happen, the, the guys come in with the guns after the crimes happen. And nothing can really be done to stop the crime after it happens when it takes them an hour to get out to your property when you're out in the middle of nowhere. So there's a lot there to look at. You've got got the increasing mobs in the major cities trying to push their will on everybody in the country. And this is exactly why, this is exactly why they created the uh, Electoral uh, College. Uh, they, they, when you where you elect certain electorates to go in and vote for you to keep mob rule out of the equation. If we do away, if we do that one vote, uh, you know, each vote counts for one vote, then, you know, they're trying to say, well, there's a, more Republicans in California than anywhere else that won't work on their favor. That's right now. When those guys die off, you know how many how many young kids they got over there that don't have a clue about life will vote your white rights away. I mean, you're talking about a state where they voted the water rights away from the farm. They can't even gather up rainwater. They're they're getting rid of dams over there and passing laws. You can't uh, where you can't not uh, where you're not going to be able to own or they're not going to make any more new uh, gas. Uh, powered vehicles past 2030 and then they're over there telling people don't charge your cars we don't got enough power out here you know the people in the city wanted to grow grass in in their yards the rich folk in the major cities and and so they voted for the water to be for them and then the farmers farms are turning to dust out there because they can't even gather up rainwater they're not even allowed to to have a you know, a, 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 a rain catchment system, or they're going to, they don't even have water rights to the water under their property. Man. Now, I mentioned in water, we're looking at, now we're moving on further. 
Uh, ABC Houston. More than 2 million people in the Houston area were under a bull order notice Monday after a power outage caused low pressure at a water purification plant. Officials said the order means water must be bull before it's used for cooking, bathing, or drinking. Multiple Houston area public and private schools also, well as some local colleges, were closed Monday as a result of the notice, while others made adjustments to provide affected campuses with bottled water and sanitizer. The warning was issued Sunday after a power outage at a water purification plant, the city's public works department said. So, um, yeah, you're seeing a lot of power outages everywhere. You're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, you know, we we have people in the government telling us now. How you doing? Jerry's here on uh, on YouTube now. (laughs) But you have people in the government telling people to be prepared this winter because of power outages. They're saying because of the fuel shortages that we're going to see at least I can't remember how many millions, uh, but you're going to see a lot of a lot of people that are going up to 40 percent. I think they said are going to experience mass power, a mass power outage in their area at some point in time. So we're seeing all this happening. Are you prepared for that? This is what I'm always preaching on here. Uh, are you ready? Now, I believe God firmly going to take care of me, but I think he expects me to have common sense. Do you have food put up? Do you have clean drinking water put up? Or are you going to be that person running to the store to get that, try and get that last jug of, of spring water nobody ever wanted normally that was 30 cents on a regular day? Now it's it's like $3. <laughs> <laughs> just to get it from the guy that's standing out back. Hey, you want some water, man? I got a bottle of water over here. And are you going to be that guy? You going to be that girl? You going to be that that um, whatever gender you claim? Are you going to be that person that sits there and, and is not ready for these things? I, I feel like it's just it's increasingly prevalent that, that this generation is losing knowledge and they are losing common sense. Uh, we're the first couple of generations in history that have not had a stockpile of food for the winter and a water source secured to keep our families hydrated and our animals and livestock hydrated. Why? Because we got away from farming. We went to work in factories under the uh, under the auspice that you know they're gonna they're gonna keep us fed. We're gonna there's always gonna be food in there, and then all this supply chain begins to crumble and. People don't know how to farm. The food does is not making it to the shelves, or if it is, it's insanely priced. See, we, we it's like a house of cards, and we built it up, and a lot of people are not prepared. This is the thing that I keep trying to get people to see. I feel it, you know. I feel it. Hard times are coming, and there's going to be those that are that are somewhat ready for it, and there's going to be those that are just insanely affected by it because they don't have any skills, knowledge, or preparation in place. I mean, I'm I'm talking literally the beans in my closet are about three to four times more worth three to times more than what I paid for when I originally got them. Now I'm not a hoarder. I didn't go to the store and start buying up everything in Henry, but I had that in, in place before all this came. Get you a 55. Now, Jerry, is bringing something up. He's saying, I'm lacking a good, clean water supply. He's got a creek. <clears throat> Let me see. I won't bring that comment up. 
I've got a creek. I've got creek water, but half the bullet. Well, that that's what. That's that's a good water supply. But uh, if you're one of those people that don't have a creek near you, you don't have a river near you. I would highly suggest getting some. You know water containers you know you can buy the running catchment containers you can uh fill them up from your tap you have to keep them treated for long term you may have to dump it out and refill it here and there but it's always good to have some water on i got water over here i have a well um we've got all kinds of containers full of water that catch rain water right now so you know we've got options plus i can take a 55 gallon drum liner throw it in the tub and fill that mug up in a heartbeat and we tie that mug off with an old kerosene pump down in it, and uh, we're gonna be ready. We got we got at least fifty five gallons right there in the tub. Yeah, you don't gotta pay that hundred dollars they told you on that commercial about that tub liner to fit, that you fill up with water. Yeah, you just need about a, a five dollar kerosene pump you bought on sale at Walmart when it started coming into springtime. But yeah, <clears throat> that, that you know you, you need to have plans for these things you need to have that emergency plan you need to have a bag ready to go what if you got to evacuate what if there's a icbm uh burst in the air above you and you're under the threat of near nuclear radiation fallout and you've got to go maybe you're going to make it to a mine system an old salt miner lime quarry near you and you've got some natural protection and you're able to get in in that area to keep from being affected you know, during the time where it takes for the, about the night, I think it's four, uh, 48 hours for 98% of the nuclear uh, contamination to kind of begin to dissipate and, and get out of the atmosphere. But um, do you have a go bag to take with you? Do you have food three to four days for each member of your family? Do you have water for, for your family three to four days? Do you, do you have uh, purification tablets if you find clean water to drink? Do, do you have a plan, an exit route. Do you know where to go? Do you know what station to watch on your television that tells you? These are the things we need to be thinking about. We, we need to be uh, preparing for. Now, I tell you all the time about ReadyWise. Now, right now, you can't beat the deal you're getting at ReadyWise.com. You can get these adventure meals. These are what I keep in my bug out bag. These and the, the soups that they have because I like their soups. Uh, this is 2.5 servings. So you, you your family has about hey i'd say you buy a box for each member of your family and they got these packed away in their bag don't take up a ton of space you got what you got your container to eat out of you you pull the water pour it in let it sit and it's good to go this is they got good meals i, I eat these i've got videos up you can go watch the videos i'm eating them they got a sale they've extended their black friday sale to cyber monday and they've got up to 60 percent off to some of these uh different um uh, different packages and kits they have. Plus, anytime you can use E29, T-E-N, all capital letters to get 10% off on your purchase. So you can start now. You can start small. Just get your bug out bags made. Then if you want to, you get the, uh, get the emergency food buckets. Each person in your home could carry an emergency food bucket and you each got a very long time's worth, a very long time's worth. That's, that's going to be a, that's a, a time uh, that, that is an increment of time. No, but you, you have a, you have a good amount of time of food right there in that bucket and they're not heavy. Plus you got a bucket. You can carry something in that if you need to, but yeah, they got them on sale. Y'all go check that out. We got the links in the bio. Go, go to my link tree and you can hit that ready wise symbol. You can use that, uh, that code. You can save yourself some money and this stuff lasts 25 years, 25 years. So you got, it's like buying insurance. You may never use it but it's good to have it. 
And you're going to spend a lot more on your car insurance than you are on your ReadyWise insurance. I'm going to tell you that. Uh, so, so be thinking about that, people, because look at the times we're in. We're seeing unprecedented acts of chaos. We're seeing unprecedented things that we never thought we would see. Right now, you know, we got this war in Ukraine, and we're, we're, we've seen them try to backpedal out of it, but then when you see them backpedal out of it, they do even more. Uh, right now, uh, this is from Reuters. The Pentagon is considering a Boeing proposal to supply Ukraine with cheap, small precision bombs fitted onto abundantly available rockets, allowing Kiev to strike far behind Russian lines as the West struggles to meet demand for more arms. So, yeah, I don't think Russia's going to like us too much. They already don't. But we start giving the Ukrainians the ability to start striking into Russia, and then the, the actual Russian people start getting hurt. And then you're going to see the Russian people start getting behind Putin, the ones that are against him. But you, you let you're going to make a you're going to make an activist uh, or a, or a militant out of every family member that loses somebody to those shoulder mount, I believe shoulder mount rockets. So that's something we need to think about. There, there's a severe weather outbreak coming for the South right now. And this came from the Weather Channel. Uh, severe, a severe weather outbreak is possible Tuesday across portions of the Southeast. Strong tornadoes, damaging winds, and hail are all possible with this system. The tornadoes to develop will be from eastern Arkansas into northwest Mississippi and western Tennessee. The SPC has also stated that a tornado outbreak is possible across the lower and mid-Mississippi Valley. You know, I, I remember 2011. I, I go back to this, but I remember just the devastation of the 2011 tornadoes in Alabama. We, we always had just increasingly, hey, you got tornadoes coming and nothing ever happened. So nobody expected it. I felt it in my soul. Hey, you better get ready because we had had them all day. Nothing happened. They called it all day. And it's something. They said there was one heading towards Bridgeport, Alabama. I'm, I was in the path. Something in me said, you better get up. You better get going. I told my wife, I said, get, get, get y'all's clothes on, get some shoes on, and get Braden. And, because all we had at the time was Braden. He's 14 years old now. It tells you how long ago it was. He was running around in his underwear with nothing on when I walked in the living room. But they they run into the hall, or I told them to get in the hall. And I come in here, he's running around in his underwear. My wife don't got no, uh, she's got on pajama pants. And I'm like, why are y'all not ready? There's a tornado coming. She opens the door. She said, there's nothing coming. Shuts the door, and all of a sudden, the wind picks up, and tre- we start hearing boom, boom, trees hitting the, the roof. And she goes, and, and <laughs> the fear in her face. I grabbed her and him and slung them in the hall and, and ran in there and grabbed his toddler bed mattress and threw it on top of them. And I run in the living room and it just, it mesmerized me. It stopped me. I'm talking about, uh, this is a maple tree. My great, my great grandfather planted. I'm talking about it's, it's huge, old, old tree, big. And it was taking it, spinning it like a top and trees were flying around in our yard. I mean, we, we had 30 trees probably all together. We still got trees falling down from that. Um, it devastated the woods behind my house. But one of my buddies said he watched that thing. God bless us. You know, he took care of us. But he watched that thing set down across our road, come back up and settle down in the woods behind us. Now, hey, when I got on top of my roof, I seen where the boards were starting to be pulled up. It about got us. Uh, was I ready for that? Yeah, I was. I, not as ready as I wanted to be, but when the power was out for two or three weeks, when uh, all of our freezer food was gone, when we didn't have water, I had some in there. Um, I went that night and got more batteries and propane because I told my wife, she was, she was all against us. I said, look, this is going to be what we got. 
you need to realize that. And she was wanting to argue, but we went in there and we got it. And she's like, well, we'll stop it here. But then the shelves cleared. It cleared of canned food. It cleared of milk. It cleared of anything people could get. And I, I'll never forget being in that position and being better prepared, not as prepared as I am now, but better prepared than what uh, some of my friends were. And I had friends coming that had been making fun of me, talking about me behind my back, calling me crazy. They were coming to me and asking to buy batteries because they couldn't find them anywhere. And I had, they knew I had a few. So I, I helped some folks out. I, I tried to give them to them and they would make me take money. That's how it is in the South. If they say, here, let me pay you. And you tell them, no, they'll throw the money on the ground and walk away. Cause it's a pride thing. It's, it's, you know, you, you helping me, I'm going to help you. Uh, so <laughs> we all help each other in times of need down here. I think the South's going to be a good place to be during anything that could happen now. I don't know if it will continue to be that way because people are, uh, you got a bunch of people from the outside moving in with their ideologies and ignorance. But there was one guy, I'll never forget it. He lived in an area that just was decimated. I mean, it, it was even tearing the road out of the ground. And this guy had been made fun of because he bought uh, uh, a septic tank, an old concrete septic tank. It was a second wasn't an old one, but it was, it was a brand new one. It was a second that had a crack in it. So they couldn't use it for a septic tank. So he bought it from them for a discounted price and he put it in the ground. Mind you, this was a clean one. So just so everybody knows it had never been used. So he bought it and turned it into a storm shelter and everybody around him. Cause he, he was, he lived in a trailer and he lived right beside this big fancy subdivision and all of them were making fun of him. He's shutting the door to it getting his family in when he pulls that door open there are a lot of those fancy houses in the subdivisions are gone his trailer's gone he he saved his life so, so a lot of you may be worried about the people that'll make fun of you but that guy didn't and saved his family they, they, when, when the pandemic kid all the folks that was making fun of me was coming up asking for advice wanting to buy my chickens wanting to know where to get this or get that now i have a majority of the people in my area that that do watch me now because they remember that old crazy preacher that was talking about prepping and 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 so that's that, that's the thing you might think this is crazy this is food security this is just being ready like you would for anything and people say well that's wasting money you know what's wasting money about half the crap we do, not growing our own food and buying from a store. My great grandparents, they um, they they made and grew everything they they had. Uh, they they had this farm. My, my grandfather went to work uh, later on in life, got a good job. They still did it. They they that's how they made it. You know, they didn't have to depend on somebody as much as the rest of us do now. And I think we need to really look back at that. You're wanting organic food. How much are you spending over there at the Whole Foods? And half that stuff is not even real organic food. I want y'all to think about that. Compare your prices there. There's a reason folks like Justin Rhodes has went out and just started growing their own food in this homestead movement because they know a lot of this junk you're eating that says um, that's either highly processed food or says organic in your store. That's just a fad because they figure out how to get you to buy their junk one way or another. Man didn't used to have to buy everything. He made everything. He might buy a piece of land or he might settle a piece of land, but he made his house. He made his furniture. He grew his food. He raised his animals. He forged his own tools in a lot of cases. I mean, it's so much that people used to do that we, we just, 
take for granted now because it's just there. And one day I believe we're going to reach that um, that tipping point where it's going to come to bite us in the tail. You see it happening in a lot of places in the world already, but I believe it's going to get us eventually. And this comes from CNN, the world's largest active volcano, Mauna, Mauna, Mauna Laua. I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying it right. I'm just a poor old redneck from Alabama. Mauna Laua is erupting for the first time in nearly 40 years, sparking an asphalt advisory Monday for Hawaii's big island and surrounding waters until 10 a.m. Authorities have announced additional information about what they believe lit. Okay, I, that went into a whole nother thing there. I must have got a whole nother. Um, this is a whole nother report. So, yeah, they, they, there's. There's a volcanic eruption happening over in Hawaii. Now, uh, this is a whole nother one. Uh, this is uh, authorities have announced additional information about what they believe led to a triple murder in Riverside, California. The teenage daughter of one of the victims found following a house fire was taken by a Virginian man who had been catfishing her online, according to a press release, just after 11 a.m. Friday. Riverside police officers were called to a home for reports of a disturbance between a man and a teenage girl. Officers said the teen appeared distressed while getting into a red Kia Soul with a man who was later identified as 28-year-old Austin Lee Edwards, a former employee of the Washington County Sheriff's Office and Virginia State Police. So you had a guy, law enforcement. How you doing, Doomsday Podcast? Good to see you, bud. Everybody give Doomsday Podcast a follow. That's my buddy down there. He is a he is a he is a good friend. He is he's doing a lot of good things. He is the inventor of prep stock, and he's also got a lot of other good things in the works. So give him a follow. I believe he I believe I can trust you in his hands. He he is a good a good guy. He takes care of everybody. Um, but yeah, imagine that you, you know your your teenage daughter. Is talking to somebody you don't know what she's doing. She's talking to somebody online, and then the guy shows up, and he's a full-grown man, law enforcement, and he kills. You know, he starts shooting at you. He, he killed this family, and uh, I believe he set the house on fire. This this is where we're at, people. Now, I, I was reporting the other day on um, it was a sex trafficking ring. That, um, you had the law enforcement was. Was, was letting them get by with it for free sex from the, the people being, the women being trafficked. So, I want people to think about that. You want to give up your Second Amendment rights when that's what's happening? When this guy shows up at somebody's house, law enforcement, in a, in a lot of these anti-gunners beliefs, he'd be the only one with a firearm? This happened in California. These people was probably been brainwashing and not even having a firearm. Some random cop from a whole nother state on the East Coast comes to the West Coast to kidnap their daughter and kills and, and to kill them. What, what you gonna give up your second amendment? You gonna you, you gonna it blows my mind. Because increasingly people say they don't trust the police, but they want to give up their second amendment to be protected by the police. But then they want to defund the police, and then they want to they want to take funding from the police that won't take your rights. See, I mean, you're encouraging them to take rights from citizenry. You're encouraging the citizenry to t- trust them. 
The citizenry increasingly doesn't trust. I, ain't none of that makes sense. Ain't none of that makes sense. Ain't none of that going to take care of you. I'm just telling you. I'm I'm not a, I'm not political on a lot of things, but gun control, that's one of them. And that is your fundamental God-given right. And you better learn to use it, and you better use it, or you're going to lose it. And then one day they're going to show up, and they're just going to take whatever they want from you. You know, you're talking about there's politicians right now that are fighting for minor attractive people's rights. They're, they're fighting to take children from homes right now because the parents won't let a five-year-old get gender transition surgery. I'm telling you, man, it's crazy. Hey, Jeremy, good to see you, man. Jerry Bridger's trying to win himself from TikTok. Don't do it. Just stay on there. Just let the, let just stay addicted. That's what I'm doing now. But, yeah, enslavement by baby steps. Jeremy Morrison said that. Yeah, exactly. That's my old youth pastor. That's got led me to the Lord way back in the day. Heck, yeah. Uh, yeah, never looked back ever since. He made an impact. Jeremy, don't ever think you didn't make an impact on folks. Uh, heck, because of you, here I am doing all this, reaching all kinds of people for the Lord and trying to get them prepared so they don't die as we edge up towards the end. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, the police, the people that's supposed to be protecting you, the people with guns that's supposed to be protecting us, the only ones that are supposed to have guns, taking your rights. NBC, a woman who stopped at McDonald's to use the bathroom while on the way to the hospital to give birth. And this ain't got nothing to do with the end times, but just think about this. Death and childbirth used to be one of the main causes of death in women back before modern technology came along, before we had, you know, such uh, high survival rates and uh, giving birth. Now, this woman had to give birth in a McDonald's. So this is one of the reasons I want to look at this. A woman who stopped at McDonald's to use the bathroom while on the way to the hospital to give birth ended up having her baby at the fast food restaurant with the help of employees and her fiance. NBC affiliate WXIA reported Alexandria Worthy started having contractions about a minute and a half apart Wednesday morning when her fiance DeAndre Phillips helped back their car to rush her to the hospital. The outlet reported. So, yeah, that baby's going to grow up craving McDonald's fries. I don't care what you say. Uh, yeah, milkshakes and fries. That baby's going to be born craving it. Born in the daggum McDonald's. But no, I mean, what if you had to give birth and there was nobody coming? What if there was nobody coming and you had to give birth at home? Think about that. How good's your first aid kit? How good's your knowledge of a first aid, even? Just basic stuff. What do you know? I've watched a couple of them little fellers be born. Yeah. Tell you, that burns and prints it in your mind. But I remember what the doctor was doing. Two points, I had to drag them babies out of my wife. Grabbed this big old set of pliers. Said, what are you doing? You going to grab him with the pliers? And he clamped them forceps around his head and drug him out. I was like, I was like, you going to break that baby's neck? He said, it won't hurt him. I didn't believe him. And I mean, Braden's 14 now. He's probably, I think, about six foot tall now. Taller than me, taller than his grandpa, taller than my brother, taller than most of the tall people in my family. So he made it. But imagine if that doctor wasn't there. What would you do? I'm going to reach up in there and pull that thing out. 
<laughs> I know I can do it now. <laughs> they, uh, they won't have no midwives around here. I'll be a mid husband. So I go call that bunch boy. He's like, he'll help you deliver that baby. Lord, I don't want I don't want that job. <laughs> I don't want that job. It's it scars you for life. Uh no, nah, I'm joking. It was it was a beautiful birth, them three young men that have Hey, Weston didn't wait for nobody. They, they about didn't uh, get, I had to tell that last, I think he's about to be born. She walked over and looked, oh, hey, let's get, hey, we got to get her set up. He's, that baby's coming out. The doctor barely got in there before he was born. He knocked up out of there. Uh, this from Fox, the executive director of Air Marshal National Council delivered a clear message to the Biden administration Monday, warning that air travel is becoming less safe as marshals are diverted to the border. Yeah, 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 man. Just so many good decisions. So many good decisions. We just keep seeing. Now, this from uh, Gaithersburg, I think, uh, Maryland. This is from Associated Press. Two people were rescued early Monday, more than six hours after their small plane crashed into live power lines, causing widespread outages in Montgomery County, Maryland. You know that we've had a rash of of um, planes crashing. Uh, there was a couple of them run in, flew into uh, food processing plants. Uh, that wasn't no coincidence. We had the planes that sadly hit in midair during the air show. Now we have these guys that crashed into some power lines. Um, yeah, man, I'm going to tell you, um, I, I want to learn to fly, but I don't want to go flying into stuff. That's uh, that, that's. Imagine if you were living in your house and the plane just wiped it out. I remember watching that show, that movie with Brandon Frazier. They thought it was Apocalypse, and they went down in the bunker till the 90s. But uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, this is the funny one. This is the funny one. <laughs> when I read this, I was like, that, that cop's got to be trolling these folks. But this comes from WVLT in Knoxville. 13 individuals were arrested by the Anderson County Sheriff's Office in a warrant roundup called Operation Thunder Chicken. <laughs> operation you imagine if you're part of operation thunder chicken you imagine i i was you put that on that re resume uh that you participated in certain events you know you might be trying to go into the fbi you might be trying to go into your state uh, investigation bureau you might be trying moving to a new place and just trying to get a new job in law enforcement um or you might be going for some kind of training job and you got, they look, oh, I see you participated in Operation Thunder Chicken over in Knoxville. Uh, what, did y'all break up a fighting, a chicken fighting ring over? <clears throat> no, we arrested 13 individuals. Now, you got to realize what was, <laughs> the people that were arrested in Operation, what, where did, who come up? It looked like they was just sitting there joking around. We need a name for this. And somebody said, Operation Thunder Chicken. And they wrote that junk down. And, uh, and then they got over and started uh it, it started passing hands and people kept approving it. <laughs> They're like, they really want to call it this? Yeah, I got that. that's what they put on the paper. And then these boys show up for the event and they're like, Operation Thunder Chicken, what the heck? <laughs> but yeah, the ASCSO deputy said uh said that said those who were arrested had charges from felony violations of probation to vehicular homicide. I could not be prouder of the success of Operation Thunder Chicken. This guy had to be trying to suppress a laugh when he was talking about this. I cannot, I cannot 
be prouder of the success of Operation Thunder Chicken, Sheriff Russell Barker said. The preparation before an operation like this is crucial, and I think they did an amazing job. Solid work from the ground and the air. So the Operation Thunder Chicken. Chickens ain't supposed to fly. What do you got air units for? I don't know. I digress. But <laughs> you imagine that guy. I mean, was, was he laughing like I would be? Like probably these deputies that come up with this name were laughing in the background. They're sitting there sticking to the chair. We got to talk to them about Operation Thunder Chicken. Hey, where did that name come from? I'm not quite sure these guys in in the team come up with it. Operation Thunder Chicken. You got to go on live television and tell everybody your Operation Thunder Chicken was a success. I keep thinking I done spit on myself by accident laughing over here. Lord forgive me doing that on public television over here with everybody. Uh, it, it, the, the whole term cobra chicken just keeps coming up in my mind. Uh, people call geese cobra chickens. <laughs> I got a couple of them cobra chickens back there in my in my chicken pen. But uh, <laughs> uh, coming coming to you next year to a law enforcement agency near you, Operation uh, Operation Thunder Chicken. Uh, cobra chickens, welcome. <laughs> Operation Cobra Chicken. They want to make this right here into a, a, a movie of some kind, documentary, Operation Thunder Chicken. That'd be a, a Netflix documentary I'd watch. I wouldn't know if it was a documentary or a comedy, but hey, I'd watch it. <laughs> Truck, trucker, uh, trucker, uh, I can't say the whole thing, Trucker Buffalo Burrow <laughs> for life. He said, best story ever. There should be a movie. I mean, that'd be right up there probably with Super Troopers and stuff. But, uh, yeah, Operation Cobra Chicken, you know what I'm telling you. Uh, we got some fine fellows in law enforcement. I really do trust these people with the guns and not myself. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's America, folks. They're trying to take your guns and, and uh, yeah, just look at China. I, I do want you to look at it. That was the, the top thing we talked about today uh look at china look at these folks they ain't got no um uh they, they don't got no um guns they don't got no way to fight back i think the most i've seen these people armed with with these slingshot rifles i've seen it on aliexpress um now that don't get me wrong they probably hurt but could you imagine a bunch of farmers and and citizens rounding up with slingshot ammo uh, popping them guys in the eye, and they got on uh, full riot gear. Big John's live just now coming in. Good to see you, buddy. We done talked about that, Fred. We done talked about that. <laughs> Go back and watch, the, listen to the podcast if you're really that worried about it. You got these trolls coming in here, and they think we're just we we don't know what trolls are. There are people working in troll farms over in Pakistan, Russia, and probably China. We don't, we don't care. Just, I mean, you're coming in. You probably got like five followers on your account that that are they're all part of your troll farm. That you, you got a picture of some guy you took off Google. Hey, Adnan, good to see you. We got Adnan coming in. I'm gonna do you a little. Do it. We're gonna do a little. Uh, do a little bit of uh, sporting of the knives. We have these for sale on our website. These are uh, handcrafted bushcraft and hunting knives. Uh, we have those on Edge 29 Cows Preparedness in the gear store. And uh, my friend Adnan 
He has been chomping at the bit to make some sales as of yet. We've not had a lot of folks take that offer. We got some good knives, folks. I'm telling you, hey, good Christmas presents for that hunter or that chef or that um, that person that just spends a lot of time out in the outdoors. Adnan's got a whole bunch of good knives. We got some up for sale. And if you're a seller or a dealer, hey, I'm authorized to help you uh, get in on the action and get buying bulk from Adnan. So, uh, yeah, go check the, those knives out. The link's in the bio. It, or you can just go edge29cast.com, type that in your browser. You're going to be there. Now, we're coming to the end of the show, and, and we've told you about all of our uh, different news topics today. But I always like to share with everybody at the end the way that I'm always prepared and never scared. Now, I can't guarantee you that you're going to be prepared for every situation that's going to happen here that you're going to face. But I can always tell you the way I feel that I'm always prepared and never scared. And then you make a choice for yourself. And that's that's my relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, I can lose the food. Again, like I said, I I might have to burn it if somebody comes to try and take what I got. You know, mutually assured destruction. I might shoot up all my ammo. I might hit my head and forget all the skills that I've tried to amass and build in my brain. But my relationship with Christ surpasses all that. I've never seen him let me down. Now, you can come at me with all kinds of science and facts and history and say, well, this didn't happen, that happened. This Look, you can't usurp my experience. There's been too many coincidences for it to be a coincidence. I'm telling you, I've seen him intervene in my life and take care of me too many times. That's my greatest preparation is Christ Jesus. He... He guides my footsteps, the footsteps of a righteous man. And I believe that fully applies to women too. Uh, But the footsteps of a righteous man are guided by the Lord. He's guided me. Angels of the Lord encompassed about those who fear him. I've got protection. Lo, I'll be with you always until the end of the age. I've got his friendship and and companionship and strength even to the end. And today, if, if that's something you've been thinking about, I encourage you to make that decision, to let him be your main prep, to accept him into your life, and to let him guide you. He's guided me. Now, some of y'all may not agree with this, may not like it. Hey, I'm not telling you you got to. I'm just saying this is what's worked for me, and I'm telling you about it. This is how I stay prepared. This is this has always been my comfort. Even if I was to die, even if I was to lose everything, I've got that comfort of eternal life with him. And, hey, if you like that idea, there it is. If you don't believe it, I understand. I'm not going to tell you what to believe and what not to believe. I'm just going to tell you this is what I've seen to be true and evident in my life. And if you if you if you if you uh, like what you're seeing here online, hey, he helped me do all that. It's a little old redneck in northeast Alabama, up here in the corner of Alabama. It's northeast corner, uh, foothills of, of the uh, Smoky Mountains, the foothills of the Appalachians. Hey, I couldn't have done anything you see that I've done online without his help. You know, it's always something that the Lord is is opening up. Like recently, didn't see any traction on our ready wise. Now the blue, hey, the door opened up. God answered some prayers. We seen some traction. Some things started happening there. When I go to the Lord in prayer, I see these things begin to take place. You're an answer to a prayer right now, being in here. You're an answer to a prayer. Uh, The Lord has opened up a a door and a way for me to witness for him, and and I'm always going to do, you know. You may unfollow me because of that. You may follow me because of that. I don't know. I, I mean, that's up to you. But I do love the Lord. That's the thing. one of the things I'll never back down from is the Lord, the guns <laughs> that he anoints my aim with, 
And uh, I don't like abortion. Don't believe in it. You can argue it whichever way you want to with it. I just don't believe in it. You know, that's my choice on it. Um, but yeah, I always tell people, hey, you're you're for it, but you got gave the chance of life, and you're want to take that person's chance of life. You know, and you can argue whatever you want. That's just me. But I do want to pray with you today as we come to an end, and I because I got to get off here and start supper, and uh, make sure the house is tidy, and go out there and uh, make sure the youngins haven't destroyed something outside since I've been asleep. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you just bless those that have come in here with us today that we've had some time to spend with. I pray, God, that you just uh, guide them through their day, set protection on them, help them to uh, understand what you want from them and what you will do in their life to take care of them. God, I pray that you just have your way, Lord. You see all the insanity and chaos around the world. I pray in the name of Jesus, you begin to work in people's lives and begin to set down protection Words needed, God. You see these things that we face every day. You see the things in my life I face. The enemy don't like what I do on here, God. And I face I face him every day in some way because of that. But I face him with you at my side, Lord. I'm not alone. And I thank you for that, Lord Jesus. I just pray you have your way. Continue to, to grow our reach and get it out there, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And they all said amen. Thank y'all for coming in today. I, I hope y'all had a good time. Go check out Ready Wise because I'm going to tell you, this is the best time to get prepared. This is the best time, to, the best price you can get, uh, the best time to use our code. And you can check out uh, Phoenix Light. They're having a great sale right now. Like literally everybody we're working with, I think, is, is having some kind of Black Friday sale. We got Viper Tech knives, get you OTF knives, or they have a great selection of just regular tactical knives and old school um, folding knives. Um, yeah, you can go to Optics Planet, Optics for your guns. I hope you enjoy it, Jerry. Jerry Brizard recently bought our char chamber and our, I believe it was our wood auger. Trying to remember, we've had a few sales. Uh, come in on uh, on the site lately. And hey, if you're looking for some of this gear you see in our videos, go check out our videos. Go, uh, go, go. If you want to do some of that stuff, we got a lot of this gear on our site for sale, or we have an affiliate that has that gear. Uh, one of the cool things, one of my friends uh, seen, hell, I don't got my Grim Workshop tool, but uh, we got the Grim Workshop. They got a cordage uh, cutting tool, and I carry it on my keychain every day. You can take a bottle and turn it into cordage. Go check that out. And also, the one of our new sponsors, Black Beard Fire Starters, go check them out. We have the link in our bio. You'll come to our landing page, and you'll see our link tree. Go check them out. They uh, they make wonderful things. This right here is a waterproof arc lighter. Um, comes in this waterproof case. Light. And you basically just recharge this thing. So, uh, yeah, we're, we got an affiliate with them and um, use code EDGE, E-D-G-E, all capital letters. Go check them out. Let them know we sent you. And, again, y'all have a good one. And, again, if you're wanting one of our Happy Gun shirts to show your gun positivity in a world full of gun negativity, $23.98, Iron Wolf Distributors, you go to our website, go to navigation, you'll see merch store. You can go to our merch store. You can get a cup with this on it. You can get a shirt with this on it. You can get a hoodie with this on it. You can even get a sleeveless tank top. And we got tons of colors. I ordered red, and unfortunately, 
it kind of looks pink, but at the same time, that kind of makes it look cool. I kind of like it that way. So, yeah, but you can get any color. You know, we got a vast array of colors, got all kinds of sizes. And how your shipping is included in that $23.98. You don't got to pay an extra shipping fee. Well, we're glad everybody came in here. We hope you have a good one today. We hope you come back on Wednesday when we get back in here again. We're going to be uploading some killer content across social media. Uh, we got out and we've done some great content out in the woods. Well, Trucker, go to Optics Planet. He said he needs a new scope. Go to Optics Planet. We got the link on our website. Uh, you'll see it there. Go check them out. They got some good optics. They got some good ammo deals right now. They got all kinds of stuff going on with Black Friday. So go check them out. But yeah, hey, glad you're coming in. We got killer content coming the rest of the week. Uh, we upload content on usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays, sometimes during the weekend. Sometimes you just get a random video here and there if there's breaking news or something we're out and about and we see. But uh, yeah, go check out the content we already got. We got a huge mass log on most platforms now it's it's growing it's a growing log uh reels shorts and and uh tiktok and clappers got the most they got the stuff where we start with so go check them out you can find all our links to all our social on our website uh you can find youtube and instagram here hey go join those go, go join them come find us on facebook like a lot of my other good friends have we upload everywhere sometimes you have specific stuff that, that is there join the email subscriber list at our website, you're going to get exclusive deals. You're going to get exclusive newsletters. You're going to get exclusive offers and notifications when new gear hits the store. When we have new shirts hit the merch store, go check it out, folks. We're glad to have you in there. Help us keep reaching, folks. Y'all have a good one. God bless y'all.